Thank you for listening to another installment of The Frequency, our Delta Green actual play operation. This is a horror show, and its content may contain things that some viewers may find disturbing, including extreme violence and psychological torments. Be sure to have listened to the other parts of this series to make sense of the events within. But please, enjoy, while you're still sane enough to do so. Alright, so we left off on a particularly dicey situation last time. And that's exactly where we're going to pick it up this time. So, Dan Durgan. Do we need to say, like, welcome okay, I will. back or something like you usually do? Nah, fuck you it. Know we're doing it live. You're listening to. Dan. You have found yourself face to face with a bloodied Frank. Mick. Mick. McNeil. Damn, what is wrong Maybe with Maybe write me? that on the picture. <laughs> okay. I can't see the picture, so it doesn't matter. I'm going to do it anyway, because that's funny. This beaten, bloodied Frank McNeil looked up to you and asked, Help me. You've got your gun drawn. Looking at him naked, his hands and knees right out the back patio. What do you do? Say, sir, you came to the right house. Randy, it's medical. It's medical. Randy rushes out, swings open the back patio, sees Frank McNeil, and raises his gun. He's like, we need to kill him now. Oh, 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 sir. And Agent Oakley, you're there as well. She'll say, stop, he's obviously suffering. He's going to be suffering a lot more if we let this continue, whatever it is. We don't, we can't fathom this. This Randy, is a human being. This man has just found himself in a moment of cogency, enough so to ask for help. Now ain't the moment to kill him. But trust me, if we really have to, I'm with you. And Agent Oakley, you look at this naked man and you see similar to what Dan saw last time around. Around the gem, the flesh has decayed. The front of the skull is visible as this piece of crystal is lodged in the skin that exists still on his forehead is black and rotted and his nose is funneling blood the wind will just kind of get knocked out of her just in the seeing this and she'll say like just kind of quietly like not even really believing it herself like he's he's sick roll a sanity check does Randy have to no. roll one too? No. Yeah, I'm rolling one for Randy. I don't want to. No. I'm not rolling a sanity I'd rather check. not. Thank you. <laughs> I'm good. Yeah, I think you're good. I'm really feeling it right now. I'm cool. Roll, roll a sanity check. Nah, man. I'm chilling. That, I'm it good. ain't me. Hard pass. <laughs> that I'm, ain't I'm, me. Yeah. No, thank you. No, that, hard pass. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I got, a, I got a 96, which is the same roll that was bad that I think Dan did, right? The same number. Ooh. Last episode. Mm-hmm. Yikes. It is. Yeah. For my stealth Hard yikes. Mm-hmm. Well, lucky for you, I rolled minimum. Just take one point of sanity damage. Oh. Okay. I'm insane. <laughs> I'm insane. <laughs> That's enough for me. <laughs> <laughs> And at this point, Randy, staring down sort of the barrel of his rifle as it is kind of held up, not quite to his shoulder like he's full aiming, but chest area pointed down, and he lifts the barrel away, and he says, Get him inside, quickly. 
Thank you, Randy. <laughs> I, I believe tonight's going to be a bigger night than any of us expected. I believe we're going to have to kill that man. And the more he suffers, that's on you, pal. Sorry, I was just laughing because I'm realizing we're taking this person that's decaying in, in this state into <laughs> Freddy's house, and he's like, I'm going to bed. <laughs> and we're like, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm like, not going to bed. Fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go second night with no sleep. Oh, Jesus Christ. I wouldn't be surprised if that's he could. possible. I don't think Actually, he could. For that matter, I don't know if, if I would have let you drive without Oh, it, I'm driving. <laughs> I'm That's driving. an interesting... What's your drive skill? Uh, 50. So. Okay. Minus 20%. You're still... Yeah, still I average. I wouldn't be surprised if you just got home, took one look, and you're like, nope, I need to go up, upstairs and go to bed. <laughs> oh, it's going to be guess, an interesting uh, time when I get home. I guess Ronnie was just too distracted by the agents and yeah. the satellite dish to notice how tired you were. I drive off and you're like, oh shit. <laughs> God, God damn it. Speaking of. Uh oh. Dr. Greenwood. <laughs> yeah. And Ronnie. Ronnie, you're behind Dr. Greenwood, mm-hmm. but you notice there's a tail on you. You're getting close to Dr. Greenwood's house. It's like a dog tail? <laughs> yeah. When did, get that, it off. when did that get there? Huh, that's cool. Roll a sanity check. Yeah. <laughs> you failed! <laughs> now a dog. <laughs> what are you doing? What I are mean, both of you doing? Just going home? Yeah. Driving and stuff. They know where we're going. I'm not trying to lose yeah. them or something. I just know they're there. All right. In the house. Who's, who's carrying? Or... What's the scene like in the house getting Frank inside? Is he, like, letting us guide him? Or, like, how... How... I don't know. You tell me. You tell me what's going on. You approach him? Yeah, I mean, Dan. Dan's gonna try to pick him up. And, uh... Okay. Try to kind of just get him on his two feet. Get his arm over my shoulders and, uh... Kind of limp him inside. Say, I'm gonna get you some clothes, buddy. Okay. Looking mighty cold there. (laughs) Push open the back door, running in, blood trickling a trail from the back. And the first thing you see when you enter, you come into this sort of laundry room that connects to a longer kitchen that leads to the front, and you see headlights as there's, count them, two vehicles coming down the driveway and you hear Randy go oh shit I'll hide him I'll hide him you you watch the front is there like a basement or anything like that I don't know if Montana yeah I don't know I don't th- I think this cabin's Negative. one story yeah. right right it's uh, just it's, a it's, cab maybe so we'll it, has add a, it. it has a one story down here and then as you come in there's a staircase that goes up to a loft that is my bedroom okay. it's an open loft mm-hmm. and then behind my bedroom there's a master bath and then a walk-in closet type thing okay, great I probably wouldn't know that I don't well no wait do I know I don't know I don't think so I don't think so yeah not time in here so. yeah uh Fuck, I don't know. I probably wouldn't go upstairs and you'd get caught, like, upstairs. You wouldn't be able to get out. Um, I don't know. Agents are coming. And I probably would lay low and try to, like, stay in this, like, back um, laundry room. So if we have to, like, go out the back again, you can. I don't know. That's my idea. Just kind of see what's... I don't know. What are you thinking, Dan? Uh, I'm thinking... I'm going to poke around real quick, see if I can find a, a room with a window that goes out onto the back deck. Okay. I think there's a room in the dining area that has a window that looks out the back deck. Beautiful. All right. Beautiful Separated by, here. like, a half wall to the kitchen. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to rip the shower curtain down out of the bathroom and... Uh, shower? Oh. Well, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw Frank into that room, rip the shower curtain down, out of the bathroom, and uh, come back and kind of toss it over him and say, "Don't move, Frank. 
just I, just don't I'm very move. confused. You ha- you're ripping the shower curtain down. My shower curtain. <laughs> Your shower was in the master bathroom, so it's upstairs. Yep. Oh, is it upstairs? There, there's okay. there's yeah, there's a second like little bathroom, but it's not one that would it's have like a, a, a shower. Closet. Yeah, like a yeah. like a, a half bath type thing. Mm-hmm. So the washrooms like got like a laundry. Machine. Yeah. Is there any laundry in the? Uh, maybe we could do some something similar, like a blanket in the dryer or on. There's a the... nice throw blanket on the couch. Um, yeah. Okay, I'll take that. I'll take that from okay. the living room. Just run straight in there, kind of toss it over. Uh, Toss it over, Frank. Say, Frank, just just don't move here for a minute, okay? We're going to get you some help. Okay. Dr. Greenwood. Yeah. <laughs> Pull up. Right up next to your home. Open the door. Man, it's been a long day. Wow, you're, behind you. you're so tired. Uh, I'm just so walking tired. in. I, uh, I, just, I actually... just trump up the stairs. Thump, thump, thump. Do I get there before he gets inside? Yeah, yeah, you're there about the same time. I'll kind of call out, hey, uh, Freddy. Ah. Uh, can you come back here for a moment? Yeah. Uh, Maybe walk with me while uh, Butch takes a piss. Yeah, sure. I'm going to go to my car, and I'm going to retrieve my firearm, and I'm going to put it in my holster in my belt. It was in my glove box, okay. and then I am going to uh, walk with you. Throw my jacket uh, on and I'll say, "What's going on?" It looks like that you're is not my voice. <laughs> <clears throat> well, what's happening over here? Looks like you're pretty tired, so we'll make it quick. Uh, I'm guessing they probably bugged your place. Oh. A- anything we need to get out before we go to sleep? Nothing that's in the house. Or talk about, I mean. Oh. That satellite looked pretty big. I heard him say something about it that kind of spooked me a bit. They were uh, saying they could use it to find the missing guy, and once they hmm. turn it up, all hell will break loose. Turn it well, on. That's once they turn it on. Yeah. That's disconcerting. They tried to recruit me to remove that gem out of his head. I obviously agreed to see where this goes, but it's the only way I could secure us getting home. Yeah. Appreciate it. Did you know the sheriff's dead? Yeah, pretty sure those fuckers killed him. They wanted yeah. me to testify to some suicide. Ah, yeah, they told me it was a suicide as well. And I, well, asked them to cut the bullshit, and they said it's classified. Hmm. Pretty messed well, up. Pretty messed up. Well, I guess we'll try to just get us all through it. Uh, let's get let's get you to sleep. Nothing I knew Dick for a long time. That's a damn shame he went out like that. Yeah. He wasn't Let's always get... the nicest, but I wouldn't have wished that upon him. Nope, He's absolutely kind of not. A, kind of a dick. No. <laughs> <laughs> kind of a uh, dick. Time for you to leave. <laughs> I'm not even here. House. Yeah, it's a damn shame. He was very good for this town. He was good at what he did. All right, let's yeah. get you to bed. Now, let's go. I need I need a cup of chamomile tea and go to bed. Chamomile. Meanwhile, Randy's like, Dan, Oakley, I think it's your friends. I think they have a tail. Well, half of that's good to hear. Fuck. <laughs> fuck. And you guys are getting close to the house. Mm-hmm. Greenwood and Ronnie. And Butch stops about eight feet out from the house and it's just I'm, I'm just walking in would I I would probably find it odd that Butch is parking at an empty house Super especially odd. Freddy's house Freddy yeah you think the those uh, agents or whatever we call them are in the house cause Butch ain't liking it maybe keep I that won't. gun keep your gun ready be careful I'll look at you and I'll nod and I'll draw my gun and I'll rack it I'll say god I hate doing this to my house and I'll kick the door in I'll follow closely and you try you get closer and are you Butch is not on leash right no okay Butch is will not step take another step towards the house I think Butch is okay outside. I'm more concerned about okay. Freddy right Great. now, so I'll still follow. 
Freddy, you go to kick the door down. Yeah, I'll like, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to turn the knob, push it in a little bit, and then I'm going to use my foot to open it rapidly. I'm not like kicking it off the hinges type thing. Okay. You do so and the door swings open and you're met with Randy. And he's got a shotgun pointed to the air and he's got his hand to his finger. Or, I'm sorry. He's got his <laughs> finger to his, his hand to his finger. He's got his finger to the mouth. And he's like, be cool. I'm going to keep my gun pointed at him. Raises the hand, keeps a shotgun in hand. I'll look back at the car that came in behind us and kind of just step in and shut the door behind me. Yeah, I'll step and in. And you as see, well. you both oh, see. I assume you stepped in already. Sorry. No, you're good. You both see Dan and Agent Maya Oakley, as well as this, as well as Randy. Frank is obviously hidden right now. I'm going to break the ice. I'm going to say, I need you to answer me on some questions I have. I need you to take that gun off me, Doctor. You're looking mighty shaky. Uh, I'm going to say no to that one. How about you give me your gun? Not a fucking chance. Well, I was just told. Now, granted, these people are... How do you say, not the best of friends? I'll tell you what. I'll holster the gun. Are you sure I'll about say, that, Freddy? Well, if he makes any type of move, and he kills me, I'm sure everybody else here will see that as an act of aggression. Don't gonna, you agree? I'll uh, agree. I'd rather him not get the chance, and I'll just step up right behind him. Right behind uh, Randy. Doc, Ronnie. I believe this man here may be the only friend we have in this town. You call this guy a friend? Okay. He shows up randomly in front of this house that we were searching, and now he's in Freddy's house? All right, hold on, everybody. Before Listen this to the rips, operator. Before this rips us apart. Randy, you have been called a terrorist by whomever the hell this government agency, Delta 12 or... Majestic 12. Majestic 12, some bullshit cover story. Please, give me the information to trust you. What in the hell are you doing here, and what in the hell is going on? That's all I need. He shoots a loop towards you, Agent Oakley, and you, Dan. Um, Oakley is probably, like, in the, the um, door frame of, like, next to Frank, who's there, probably crouched down. Like not leaving mm -hmm. him completely alone, and saying and says to um, Randy, um, Randy, you're in his house for fuck's sake. He's only asking you questions. You got your answers right over there. Show look, him. Look, Ron Ronnie, step away from the man again. He has not done anything wrong yet. As long Randy, as he's I'm holding that gun, I'm staying nearby. I'm holding this gun because... Because. Um, Show him. Show him Frank. Maya will, Frank? like, fold, like, the blanket down uh, just to, to kind of show his, like, face and, like, put a hand on his back and just be, like, kind of this, like, <sighs> mediating thing. I'm going to rub my eyes under my glasses. Just, oh, for fuck's sake. It's medical, dog. Frank's here. That's a... Uh concern, I get it, but the FBI agent and Dan here can handle the guns until we know more about you. <laughs> Randy ignored a massive impulse to kill what's essentially a POW. At the moment, I trust him. An impulse to kill a guy? I mean, what is that supposed to tell me? Well, it tells you that he listened to us. He's willing to listen. For the record, I still think it was a bad idea. That's fair. Not making me feel better about anything. See, a ton of risk. You don't know what the hell you're talking about. I'm going to put my hat 
on the hat rack, and I'm just going to start walking upstairs. I'm like, going to bed. I, fucking. And I, I'm going to say, Randy, I need those answers. I'm going to take my jacket off. I'm going to... Uh, like, I'm, I am getting into the comfortable clothes. I'm fucking tired. <laughs> we also got uh, agents out in the driveway, by the way. Then we need to get this man the fuck out of here. Or we need to get those agents the fuck away. They're going to be watching us all night, I'm sure. I want to come back downstairs after I have, like, taken off my jacket. My gun's still in my belt, but it's, like, it's holstered. I'm not waving it around. I'm going to come downstairs, and I'm going to look at Randy and be like, Just tell me why the fuck you're here, please. This, I had this government agent up my ass about now FBI agent Oakley being a terrorist. For Christ's sake. What they need you for, Doctor? They want me to take that that whatever the hell it is out of his brain. The hell I'm gonna do that. You know why I'm here? Why are you here? I would love to know. To destroy whatever's in his head. They wanna take it and they wanna use it, but that ain't that ain't human. That will kill. That will corrupt. That will destroy. Okay. And the only way I see out of it is to kill that man and burn the body. Well, what if we can remove it? You think he's going to live through that? You think he's going to be the same on the other side? Look at his head. Have you seen him? No. So that's I a good have question. Not. Have you guys seen him? No, no we, we I have saw, not. We saw him <laughs> at the diner, and so I haven't really looked to examine him again. I assume it's the same guy. Um, Oakley will speak up to and um, say, I don't think that I don't know if he's going to make it to the, the end of whatever is happening right now. Well, I'd rather um, help some guy than jump to killing. Just saying. I'm what makes you so sure he will be alive on the other side of that surgery? I wanna, makes I wanna, you think Majestic 12 won't just shoot him What makes you in the think head. this thing in his head's going to kill him? Maybe taking it out or kill him? I, I'm going to walk past Randy, and I'm just going to clap him on the shoulder like a... I understand your concern now, and I'm just going to walk into the uh, the uh, um, dining room where this man's hiding. I'm going to pull out a chair, and I'm just going to sit down. A moment of silence in this tense tense house Frank McNeil stands he wraps the blanket around his waist and you see patterns patterns of symmetrical scarring almost in a precise way Circles increasing in diameter going from each side of his belly button all the way up to his chest, leading right to his collarbone. Strange lines that run vertically. Almost like a tattoo with white ink, if you guys are familiar with that. And of course, the decaying forehead and the gaunt figure Ronnie and Greenwood, give me sanity checks for looking at this ghastly man. Uh, did Randy yeah. move over there? Because I'm still just standing right behind, like, at his back, at Randy's back. Randy is not moved. Then I haven't moved over to look at... I. Well, I mean, he's... Uh, he's coming out. Frank. Frank's walking he's, out? Yeah, he stood up, tied the thing around him, and is coming out. Currently, I'm a... If, did Randy turn around then? Because, like, is he still facing the door? I mean, Randy was just kind of facing Greenwood. Which as was, he was so as Greenwood moved Greenwood around, he turned to towards the, Greenwood? Yeah. Okay, then I yeah. see him. Just want to make sure I'm looking the right way. I got a 13 out of 41. Nice, good. I got a 16. Nice. Man, you guys are... It's yeah, medical. Yeah, pretty good. Steel will. I think against... I'm also still just, like, not even focusing on him that much, so... I think it's that rare. also, like, the this is probably 
more than even I saw in the woods because it's probably even darker, but maybe a little bit lighter in here, being in the house. Even though the lights might not be on, I feel like it'd still there'd be like moonlight coming in the window, or, you know, something not like obscured by trees, and um, that like seeing his like everything, all the scarring and stuff. Um, Maya will like her voice will be shaking, and she has like tears in her eyes. She's like, "What happened to you?" I'm starting to remember things, but only in pieces. I remember being restrained by my neck, by my ankles and, and wrists, but it wasn't physical, it was mental. I just couldn't, I couldn't move. I, I could feel the tools. They weren't blades, but they were hot and I could feel them cutting layer by layer into me. Their long fingers and grayish skin. They didn't have eyes or mouths, but they had impressions of where they should be. They're coming for me. These gray men. They want me back. I can't go back. I need help. I need this thing. And he goes to touch it, but stops himself. As if it was almost an impulse. And he's like, I... I don't know what this is, but it allows me to do things I, I shouldn't be able to do. And I can feel it eating away at whatever is left of me. I know my name is Frank. I know my wife is Anna, but I can't remember anything else. Well, Frank, do you remember who I am? We've met before. Yes. Okay. That's why I came here. Oh, well, much appreciated. Uh, Frank, I guess I have to ask you a very difficult question. Um, regardless of what information you have and what's going on, uh, the question I have is, uh, to help you, it seems, is to be remove that thing from your forehead, and it may take your life. Is that something that you would be willing to chance? I'd rather die than go back with the Gray Men. Hearing his story, I feel like that deserves another sanity check for me. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. In fact, sanity checks all around. No, yeah, I'm too tired. Fair. I'm yeah. not registering it. <laughs> I was like, I I might know, be that grinning. story was like the scariest of everything I've seen. I know. So far. I've, I've heard stories of. Uh, like you know, like the gray alien stuff, and they're like the <laughs> there's different types, and they're the scariest ones. And I'm scared. Still fucking dead. Uh, I failed, by the way. You failed. Okay. So did I. I succeeded. Okay. I rolled a forty-three. Wes rolled a thirty-four. I Is forty-three under your current sand? Oh yeah. Okay. I think. I think. This is a, you pass your check, you still take a point, because that is, that is heavy. <sighs> For the rest of you. What did you roll, Latara? Sorry, Elizabeth, uh, I rolled a 67 you're getting, uh, over 62. You're getting fucking That's funny, because I got a 76, so you guys, we both got this, like, the, the flipped <laughs> number version of each other, yeah. Oakley and Ronnie both take two points of sanity damage. Man, my uh, 
going to deflect really there. Me. Yeah. She we'll, hates me. we'll plant some seeds for next season of Delta Green because we'll probably handle a lot of that in the home vignette between adventures. Well, don't plant any seeds because that creeps me out. Plant Scary. seeds. <sighs> so I'm going to rub my eyes to his answer. Well, uh, <clears throat> let me tell you. Okay. Randy, you still back there? Yep. You still think I'm batshit? I never thought you were batshit. I just want to know who you worked for. There is a difference. You should figure it he out. He turns to you, Ronnie, and he, he's like, he thinks I'm batshit, doesn't he? Who am I talking to? You think I'm batshit. I think you're batshit. I think you're crazy. This whole thing's crazy. Did you hear that guy's story? They treated him. They. These gray guys are like, what? Ronnie? If I hadn't seen that hand, I'd be like, this guy's crazy. Ronnie. What hand? Ronnie. Take a deep breath. What hand? <sighs> you don't answer our questions. I'm not Frank, answering yours. Frank, we can't, we can't tell you that in here. Uh, well, it, yeah, is Frank asking or is, could... is, is Randy asking? That's Randy. Well, Randy. Randy, uh, we can't tell yeah. you that in here. <laughs> We've already talked about so much shit. What is the point? Randy, you answer me. Who are you working for? And I will direct someone to answer your question in the most direct way we can. He reaches his hand up slowly. Pops open his breast pocket of this tattered military jacket. I'm I'm not. Pulls out his cigarettes. Packs them. Pops them open. Pulls out a business card. Hands it to you. Thank you. I'm going to take a look at it. It is a plain white business card. No details, no numbers, no names, no nothing on it but a single embossed green triangle. And he says, I am the answer to Majestic 12. Oh, Lord. Whose answer? Humanities. Man, I'm so tired of all these people skirting questions, not answering shit. Yeah, you're tired of this? You've seen one fucking thing, and you're saying this is all crazy. Who are they? They're crazy. You're starting to lose it, and this is this is one. Randy, Randy. This is my fourth assignment. Randy, we're not trying to discount your credit. We're just trying to figure out how we survive. Do you understand me? This is bigger than you. Bigger than me. This isn't about your survival or my survival. This is about humanity. What happens when Majestic 12 plucks that thing out of his brain and starts teleporting military vehicles into occupied space? Oh, which speaking of, uh, they do have a way to track this guy. What? Just remembered. Sorry. Uh, heard them talking. They got a way to track this guy. They just haven't done it yet for some reason. Howard. Some big satellite dish. Randy, do you want our help? Yeah. Can you do me a favor then and tell me if I'm batshit crazy? I'll kill him. Nope. I'll kill her. No. Who am I killing? <laughs> so you are a murder hobo. I see. I see. <laughs> um, it's not what I'm asking. Randy, you're a vet, correct? Yep. You ever work with improvised explosives? Yes, I have. Destroy that satellite truck. Okay. I am going to work on trying to figure out a way that we don't have to murder an innocent man and we can get that thing out of his head so that you can destroy it. Everybody's happy. Frank even here said he would be willing to die for it. Aren't you right, Frank? If we can save you, you want us to save you. But if you end up passing because of the surgery, you said that's better than what you've got. Is that correct? 
Yeah. So, Randy, I think that we can come to an amicable agreement here. Don't you believe? Yeah. But I'm telling you right now, if things go wrong, and mark my woods, words, they always go wrong. It'll be on you all to kill him if I ain't there. If I have no other alternative, I will make sure the threat is neutralized. Good. I'll hang I'll hand out my hand and I'll say, I'll even shake on it, Randy. He extends his hand out while putting a cigarette in his mouth and says, Hope you're a man of your word. Randy, if you even knew a little bit of me, you wouldn't question it. Well, sneaking on to, uh, into occupied territory and blowing up a vehicle ain't exactly going to be easy. Dan? <laughs> Can I get some help? Oh, you knew it, Randy. <laughs> now, here's some information. They know that you've had contact with us here, Randy. They know that Agent Oakley and myself are a little more than passing fancies. They know about everything that's going on here in Big Stick. They tailed us home. I'm sure that they're going to have agents out and about. Hell, I'm surprised if they don't have this place bugged. The only reason I don't think they have it bugged is because you've been here. So, I'm sure they haven't been here. Hey, nothing came inside while I've been here. And to be perfectly clear, I didn't know Randy until I showed up here. I don't know anything anymore about him that I know really about you guys. I don't know about anything terrorist anything. Well, this agency is claiming that Randy here is a terrorist and a threat to national security. And I think I'm going to hold up his card. I think I understand why. You said this group Majestic 12? Yep. They operate uh, operate outside of the government, don't they? Outside or above it. I'm assuming that your government agency does the same. We ain't a government agency no more. Yeah, exactly. We're just dedicated people. Well, I'm going to tell you what. I'm supposed to be at the medical center at 1000 tomorrow morning. What I suggest is that Randy and Dan, you all get into position. If you want to operate tonight, that's fine. We need to find a place for Frank here to be safe. I don't know if that is my house anymore. Randy showed me a way the way here. Yeah. Without taking the main roads. I have my van and I'm going to need to go to it to get some supplies for this operation anyway. I can take him to my van. You'll have your pal Dan with me. Make sure keep me on the up and up. Sounds good. What do you think, Ronnie? Uh, you're saying you're going to send Frank with these guys to destroy the satellite dish? What's going on? No, I just need Frank somewhere that when the government agency comes into my house in the middle of the night, because I guarantee you they're going to, I don't need Frank here. If we can get him out of the house, my van's tucked away. Even out of town. What about, uh, just giving, uh... Agent Maya here a tent and she can go camp out a woods uh, about a mile out. Agent Oakley? You got that uh that bear trap or whatever it's called. What'd you guys call bear it? Bear box. You got that bear box, maybe they can Got no idea what you're talking about, Ronnie. Sleep <laughs> there. Agent Oakley, would you be fine doing that? I I don't know. I don't know his like his, do you see this man? He is... There's a lot going on. I can't stay alone with someone who's going Ronnie, would you accompany her? All of this. Yeah. I'll, I'll go with them. You stay here. I just was worried if they came in, they might wonder where I was at since I was with you, but... Well, one thing I will say is he is unstable, and come to think of it, the only person I trust to finish this job, if it needs to be finished, is Dan and myself. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm worried about with sending him with you. 
Fuck My worry is sending them Hold with on. you is you end up dead, and in the morning we have no Frank and a half a body to clean up. Then what because we're you can't do, believe it. Then what we're going to do is he'll stay here. That's fine. Agent Oakley, Ronnie, you'll stay here with me. You two, you got to take care of that van if we're going to make this work. Do you have any kind of crawl space or shed? Or He's going to stay in my bed. If they find out, we're just going to have to take it from there one step at a time. This place has already been... They already are targeting you. It just seems really risky. Where's the last place you're going to look? more reason they... Yeah. Brady knows what I'm thinking. Yeah. Now, Dan, would you mind so, uh, accompanying our... Uh, friend here randy to that bear box and showing him what we have recovered like i agreed that i would absolutely sir randy you'll have your proof that i don't think you're bullshit all right and i would very much so appreciate you to remember that that's all right all Me right dan will get this thing done he looks at you, Agent Oakley, and he says, Oakley. Draws on his cigarette, ashes it on your floor. We'll clean that up. <laughs> Oakley. Don't let your friends die because you're too afraid to pull that trigger. That man loses himself and all that's left is the gem and the husk that's around it. It is your obligation to kill it. Well, for now... It is Frank, and I have. I will do what I need to. He puts the cigarette in his mouth and he says, Yeah, we'll see how long that lasts. Let's go out the back, Dan. I don't want him to spot us. I got a game trail, been using it. Get over check on some things. Right. And they sneak out the back. I'm gonna blow some shit up. I'm gonna put Frank in into my bed on the right side of the You're bed. You're gonna put him in it? Just slide him in there? Yeah. yeah just... <laughs> boop, boop. Frank, you can go ahead and stay here. Okay? Now. I follow up and help him carry, like, help him up. I wanna say, now, would you mind if I, again, see how medically fit you are and treat you? I don't know if that's a good idea, Doc. Well, why do you say that? I'm barely hanging on. Last time you tried to do this, you and me both know what happened. Frank, you're my patient, and I have an obligation to make sure that you survive to the next day. But your buddy, I'm trying to convince you to make sure I don't. Well, buddy's a bit of a strong term. You understand that I'm a doctor. And I have done a, I have agreed to do no harm and to make sure my patients are taken care of as best they can. You understand that the other option is a last resort. And that is only going to be an occurrence from me if it's surgically. I'm going to try and save your life. You don't deserve to die. But I can't promise anything. Do we have no understanding? Yeah. All I want to do is offer you some tea, water. Make sure that you're not in mortal peril. Is that okay? Yeah. Alright. Alright. I'm going to do a medical exam on him as much as he'll let me. Maya's probably hanging Oops. around for this whole thing, too. If, if As long as you didn't, like, have me leave or anything. No. no. Um, but... Oh, now you're not concerned about HIPAA. Weird. <laughs> they're all here. That's not... Yep. They're involved in the incident. I think that's how HIPAA works. It, 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 it is. If you're involved in the incident, you get to be in the exam room with the doctor? in like the field we don't ask people to leave if I'm examining a family member or if I have an FBI agent here I'm not going to ask the FBI agent to leave yeah 
And maybe doctors are different, but... Yeah. While you were saying this to him, like, um, Maya just... The FBI agent isn't, isn't a bitch, so, <laughs> you know, I'm more inclined to have her involved. Um, <laughs> Maya is, like, nodding while you're, you know, having this conversation and, and this understanding and just, and like, you know, lightly says, like, I'm here to make that uh, promise stand as well, taking care and if you need anything. Ronnie, what are you doing while they're... Are you in there as well? Well, I helped him bring Frank up, but uh, seeing that he's doing an examination and not going to sleep, I'll uh, leave the doc to it and uh, feeling a little more comfortable now that uh, Randy's not here. Going to head down, brew us some tea, start putting some like bread on a plate with like cheese slices and bring it up for people to eat. Great. Bread and cheese. And... Once I'm satisfied that he's not going to die on me, a very basic medical exam, I'm going to go downstairs. I'm going to grab my hat and well, staying before clothed. Get that gonna, far. Okay. What's your medicine at? Uh, um, my medicine is 80. Okay. So I'm going to have you roll it because it's minus 20%. I think you'll still get it, but we're going to sort of. Nope. 95. Woo. Okay, so yeah, I mean, I think what's going on here is like, you're you're trying to examine him. You're starting to look, and you know, maybe at first you get a couple things, eyes not dilating to light. Obviously, you're looking at the necrosis of the skin around the forehead, but I think you're just like, you're fading. You're dizzy. You're unfocused, and like, mind is wandering. You are far too tired to do this, which is fair, man. Like you've been up for. Probably close to thirty hours. I'm gonna clap him on the shoulder and say, "I think you'll last till the morning." I'm just gonna lie down in the bed next to him and just kind of kick back and go to sleep. <laughs> what are you doing, man? Oh, I was just gonna say, uh, maybe that plays into it. Where if I'm like literally just watching, I'm just like pointing out that he's really tired. He knows it. I know it. Maybe that just puts it into the the exam, and that he can probably go on another time. You know, tomorrow maybe. Just so that the observations don't go forward based on maybe, you know, just taking them with the kind of a grain of salt, like being like, you're really fucking tired. Okay. And Ronnie, you're brewing some tea. Yeah. Uh, when I get upstairs and see uh, Freddy sleeping. Fast asleep. <laughs> set the food and tea near Maya and Frank and sit like gesture towards it if they want any and then go tech, tuck Freddy in a little bit oh. uh, and then I'll circle back around and pull up a chair next to Frank Maya's there okay. you know sitting probably as well just kind of thinking looking guys are all up in the master bedroom then yeah uh, and I'm gonna turn towards Frank and be like so far I've heard uh options from people some saying we should kill you not gonna let that happen unless you attack us uh some say pull the gem out of your head there are no other options you know how they put that in there any way to make it inert i i don't know i'm sorry maybe just break it and leave it in your head problem is anytime somebody touches it bad things happen what if they touch it with something not them their finger or whatever I haven't been too brave to try it it's not super medical but I can see where you're coming from yeah just trying to think of any options that might let us keep him alive. Trust me, I'm on the same page. This is a person we're talking about. I feel like people are losing sight of it. Yeah, some people start thinking on big terms. I don't know. I'm not playing God. Uh, unless I got 110% proof that this would cause some shit that's gonna wipe us out. I ain't ready to do that. I've seen hundreds of cases and there's, you know, 
a lot of times a victim, if not many victims. And as far as I'm concerned, Frank here is a victim. And of whatever has happened here. And I'm here to protect him. I'll uh, clap my eye on the shoulder and be like, glad to hear that. For a second there, I uh, thought you were siding with uh, Randy. Randy knows more than any of us, I think, and I'm not willing to break a tie that ha- of information because I feel like the information is what's going to save our asses. As an analyst, it has before. Well, as long as we uh, don't just go about killing people. I definitely don't want to do that. Well, get some sleep. I gotta go check on my dog. Set an alarm to... <sighs> Would I have any idea how long it might take for some sort of surgery? Of this caliber, no. I guess we'll uh, set an alarm for uh, 6 a.m. since he they're expecting him at 10. Maybe that'll give some time. And then I'll go out. Check on Butch, see if Butch will come inside. If I coax her. Okay. Well, we'll come back to that. Okay. As Dan, you're wading through the thick brush of the extended overgrowth of this area. Randy in tow, and you get to the bear box. Now, Randy, I'm sure that I'm sure that nothing here I'm going to show you is going to be a total surprise for you, but I'm I'm still going to need you to take just a second and steal yourself. All right, because you're going to see some shit that really got under my skin, and not a whole lot gets under my skin, buddy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. All right. All right. I'll put in the combo and open this uh, open this case up. And almost, almost like nervously, like pull this hand in this bag out. Say, are these, uh, this look like part of what that Frank guy was talking about? Jesus fucking Christ. I never seen nothing like that before. And as he says this, very subtly at first, the three-pronged fingers begin to twitch. <laughs> no! Oh, fuck Jesus. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Roll a sanity check. <laughs> Cousin Ned. Uh, oh no! Oh what? shit! Get oh, yeah. fucked, nerd. Oh wow, that was rude. <laughs> oh, oh my god! Fail. No! Oh my god! Fail. What'd you get? Seven, seven. Uh, all right. Well, lucky for you, critical failures mean you take the max amount, which was one, because you've already seen this hand. So it's it's just kind of the Ooh. element of surprise there. But it drops to the ground and it begins to like really start to curl and move and try and like reorient itself and Frank's like we need to burn that fucking thing no we need to put this thing back in the fucking box what if they can figure out what it where it came from we do our job right here Randy they won't be figuring out a whole lot fuck <laughs> okay you pick it up uh, like gingerly grab the corner of the bag, just like <laughs> flick it back into the bear box, <laughs> and it hits the side and is no. twitching about, and the box Starts closes again. At it. <laughs> and you lock it, and Randy says, "You need to burn that, even Eventually. if it's promise me, because that 
You don't understand the stakes here, man. That what what if that thing ends up at the University of Mississippi? What if they start running tests and and that's common knowledge? What if people find the fuck out about? Can you imagine what it will do to this country right now to find out that not only is shit like this real, but that the government's known about it, been lying about it? I cannot. I I choose not to. For now. That ain't my job. Listen, Dan. You and all your friends, even the ones who don't really particularly like me, you're in the thick of this now. and This world needs people like you. People who will... People who will do the right thing to keep the world from knowing. Truth is a privilege, but it's also a curse. I do not disagree, Randy. There are things nobody should know. Yeah, you get it. And you guys continue off. Frank leading you to his band. And fast forward a little bit. Maybe 30, 40 minutes past, maybe an hour after all this examination and everything is happening. Get to the back of his rusted old van. He opens the back, climbs on in, throws back the sheet, the comforters, old ratted comforters that are hanging over the tools. And again, you see weapons and weapons and weapons and tools. And he grabs... Whoa, damn, I have never seen any of this before. (laughs) (laughs) Ain't as stupid as I pretended yesterday. Hold these, and he hands you two (laughs) bricks of C4. Yeah. Oh, Jesus, I legitimately did not see that one. (laughs) You know how to to use this? Uh, you you don't until... (laughs) Until you need to. That's how. Dan, I'm going to guess you got a little more experience with this than I do. I'm going to run distraction. You're going to blow that shit up. You got it, buddy. You guys are going to get yourselves killed. Mm, yeah, probably. Probably going to fucking like trip and fall and <laughs> drop the C4 on the ground. Crit fail, just blow yourself up. How fucking <laughs> awesome would that be? Meanwhile, Ronnie. You come out onto the front patio. Butch is sitting by the front wheel well of your car, whimpering, whining. What kind of crouch down and be like, hey girl, it's all right, and kind of rub her um, head a little bit. And be like, you want to come in with me? She sort of whips her head around as if she understands you and just... (laughs) What's your alertness? 50. 50. A light breeze blows through midnight in Montana. You can see it almost as much as you can feel it as it ripples on the waves of the tall grass in the darkness. And in that darkness, you see a few figures closing in on the house behind you. On our house? Hunched over. Yes. Hunched over. Four, four and a half feet tall, walking strangely and erratically. Can't really make out who these people are. You're gonna have to tune in next week to find out. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> As we see what unfolds on the frequency. <laughs> 
Ooh, spooky. Spooky, scary. So I like how you... Thank you for listening to the Reroll Podcast. The world of Rel and all characters within are copyright and fictitious. Any similarities to persons living or dead or actual events are purely coincidental. Want to follow us on social media, listen to another episode, or send us hate mail? Check out our link tree for all of our info. You can find that link in the episode description. Big thanks to Tabletop Audio for producing quality RPG music and ambiance that we could use in our games. The reroll main theme and all character themes are copyright, as well as the Chronicles of Rel main theme. Please consider donating to our Patreon if you liked our content. We are hell-bent on making more, and with your support, we can make a lot more. New episodes every Monday at 12 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. See you then.